Dewana Carl with A Weary She Encourages. Welcome back to part two on A Gift for the King. We are midways through this um, talk and I hope that it will be an encouragement to you as we prepare to give a gift to the King. Listen in. to be about not just a theology that you sit over on the shelf, but it's a, th- a theology that you live out in your life with the with God at the head of the theology. You feel me? Like it's a relationship. And many of us don't know how to do that. <clears throat> many of us have gotten attracted to um We've gotten attracted to theology and religion, but we're not attracted to the God of the things that we say that we believe in. We don't even know what that, we don't even know how that applies. And, 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 and you wonder why many of us are, are in, in, you know, yeah. You wonder why many of us are falling away from the faith because has it become a personal walk with the living God. Oh man. Yeah. I don't And I think that's the thing that I'm saying. Yeah. That's 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 the thing that I'm saying. I don't want to you know because I think we have the the church has a history of arguing. We can argue you down, baby. We can argue you down, you know. Um, and and but we've missed the forest for the trees. And there are many that are that are um, that will that will if we don't get back to the real reason, um, the basic stuff. I guess if we don't get back to the basic stuff, just talking about. Who is this Jesus? And what does does the fact that does he want to know me? Does he want to be a part of my life? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So thank you, Taylor. You always bring it out of me. That's <laughs> yeah, no problem. We, but you know, we gotta have we gotta have a conversation off air, baby. Yeah. Me and you, we could be talking for hours. <laughs> I, I, we, me and you can talk. Taylor and I, we can talk for hours because I love the fact that one thing is for sure about my brother is that he is a student of God's word. He's a student of God's word. And I would encourage you to be a student of God's word. And I hope that in the fact, in, in the, in, in, while you in the midst of being a student of God's word, I, I hope that it leads you to an intimate, close walk with the living God. That is not just the knowledge that you know, but it's the walk that you talk. It's the, it's the, it's the, it's the relationship that you have. Um, with the living God, because I do believe that God wants to have a relationship with you. And like I said today, when we were talking about y'all, we, I, I, I don't want to miss my whole point. Now, when we recognize 
back to our lesson, we went off the deep end. But when we recognize that Jesus is the gift, we've established the fact that he is the soon coming king. He is the king. He is the king that that um has <clears throat> He is the king that has no beginning, and he is the king that has no end. He is the king that came in a form of a baby that was born of a virgin child. He is the king that uh, walked on this earth actually for 33 years. He is the king that, that, that hung on a cross and died for you and for me. He is that same king that not only didn't die, but he rose. And he is the same king that is coming again. This is a king that you have an opportunity with all the gifts. This is the king that is the creator of the earth. He is the king. And in this Christmas season, if you choose as a believer to celebrate it, you have an opportunity to give a gift to the king. In Matthew chapter, in Matthew chapter, um, what gift can we give? And first, let me go to Ephesians chapter five, verse two. If you want to go that with me, Ephesians chapter five. Ephesians chapter five, verse two. It says this. Uh, if I can find it. Child, Google got me messed up. I'd look it up in a minute. But anyway, chapter Ephesians chapter 5, verse 2 says this. Live a life filled with love, following the example of Christ. He loved us and offered himself as a sacrifice for us, a pleasing aroma to God. And then he goes off into what does that mean? He says, let there be no sexual immorality, impurity, or greed among you. Such sins have no place among God's people. Obscene stories, foolish talk, and coarse jo jokes, these are not for you. Instead, let there be thankfulness to God. You can be sure that no immoral, impure, or greedy person will inherit the kingdom of Christ and of God. For a greedy person is an idolater and, a, and worshiping the things of this world. So when we think about what the, what the wise men brought, they brought gold, frankincense, and myrrh. What we can bring to God, we can bring a gift. We can bring a sweet, that frankincense was a sweet smelling savior. That means that the way we live our lives, the way we choose to live our lives, a life of obedience, these are the things that God is calling. Will you listen to him? Will you trust him? In Matthew chapter 24, it says this. I hope I got the right scripture. Uh, yes. In Matthew chapter 24, verse, uh, starting in verse 40, um, I'm going to go with chapter, mm, I don't think that that's the right verse. I think it is. Let me go back. Uh -huh. Let 
All right. All right. Yes. It's actually in chapter 25. In chapter 25, it says this. And we're talking about the gift for a king. What gift can you bring? Now that you know he is the king, we've established it. We went around the world and back again. I hope you have a relationship with him. But I hope you can also remember, most importantly, that you have a relationship with him because he wants one with you. And the gift that we can bring to him is this. In verse chapter, I mean, in, in chapter um, 34 of chapter 25, verse 34, then the king will say to those on his right, come you who are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom, prepare for you from the creation of the world. For I was hungry and you fed me. I was thirsty and you gave me a drink. I was a stranger and you invited me into your home. I was naked and you gave me clothing. I was sick and you care for me. I was, I was in prison and you visited me. Then these righteous ones will reply, Lord, when did we ever see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you something to drink or a stranger and show you hospitality or naked and give you clothing? When did we ever see you sick or in prison or visit you? And the king will say, I tell you the truth, when you did it to one of the least of these, my brothers and sisters, you were doing it to me. Then the king will turn to his left and say, away with you, you cursed ones into the eternal fire, prepare for those, for the devil and the demons. For I was hungry and you didn't feed me. I was thirsty you didn't give me a drink. I was a stranger. You didn't invite me into your home. I was naked and you didn't give me clothing. I was sick and in prison and you didn't visit me. And then they will reply, Lord, when did we ever see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick in prison and, uh, and not help you? And he will answer, I tell you the truth. When you refuse to help the least of these, my brothers and sisters, you were refusing to help me. I would encourage you on this holiday, the gift that you bring, remember those that are less fortunate. Remember the naked. Remember those who are homeless. Remember the poor. Remember the sick. Remember those who are in prison. Remember the hungry. Remember the thirsty. Remember the stranger. These people are the ones that we give gifts to. And when we give them to them, we are giving it to our king. I hope that this gives you a new perspective as you are facing these holidays. Give a gift to the true king this way. Just as the 
Wise men went another way. Let's go another way. Let's not spend money we don't have. God wants us to give of ourselves. Sometimes it's about giving of yourself. Time is a treasure. Give that. Words of encouragement. Give that. But give as it's been given to you. Hey, Lisa. Welcome back. Welcome back. We're on the lighter side. We, we got deep. We got deep, Lisa. Yes, y'all did. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I like the idea of how someone can bring a different thought process. Right. But it doesn't necessarily make it right or wrong. Right. It's just that. A different Is this prospect on how they view it, right? And right. We, you know, we as people uh, that are trying to walk right with Jesus and do right, you know, by God, we're set here to create a safe platform that will allow others to come in and be different, and yet interchange ideas and thoughts on how and what we believe in. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that, and I think that it makes it interesting. Exactly. Because we can always learn something from somebody as well as someone learning something from us. I learned so, so much. Like, oh my God. When I have when I tell you I have learned so much from Taylor, I, I really look forward to us off air um chopping it up because I've learned a lot from him. And I think that we all need to find a way to encourage each other. You know, um, I think it was uh Paul was talking about um, no, I think it was Peter and somebody was like, no, Jesus, Jesus himself. And he said, uh, somebody was like, Hey Jesus, they, t- they talking something else. Or maybe it was the disciples. Anyway, they was talking something, they was talking, to, they was talking about Jesus, but in a different way. Right. And they was like, right. well, you know, as long as they talking about Jesus, the thing that matters is that are they talking about Jesus? And though we, right. may, we may, we may have a, a little bit of a different opinion about it. The main thing is, are we talking about Jesus? Are we promoting him? Are we talking about right. are we guiding right. people back and thinking about loving them? Because at the end of the day, you know, the scriptures in, in the Bible, it talks about back in Revelation. I love y'all. This was one of my favorites. I don't sing, but I'm going I'm to attempt to sing a little bit of this song. Um, and Because I, I, I used to teach kids in a children's church. And um, and if I can't sing, I, if I can't find a verse, I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna have to bust out and sing the doggone song, okay? So y'all just gonna have to, you know, don't be talking about me. But anyway, uh, the song says, "Beloved, let us love one another, for to love it of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God, and knoweth God. He that loveth not, knoweth not God, for God is love." Beloved, let us love one another for first John 4, 7 and 8. Boom! There it is. <laughs> love it. Hey, that didn't sound too bad, sister. I like that. That is not bad at, at all. The end of the day, that's what God is saying. Dear friends, love. let us continue love. to love one another. For love comes yes. from God, and anyone that loves is from God. He's a child of God, but he that does not love does not know God. For God 
is love, you know? Amen. You Amen. know, so, but yeah, yeah. So I want to talk about a little bit about my tradition. If I can share it with y'all, I'm going to share it with y'all, right? So like I said before, I'm not doing, I'm not doing a commercial Christmas. If you're going to celebrate it, I'm going to tell you what I do, right? I told my family, I told you, uh, Lisa, I told my family, what y'all going to get number one, if I'm going to give a gift, if I'm going to give a gift, first of all, I know what I'm going to, you know, we're going to go out and we're going to do some things for the homeless. I have um, two family members, one with, one of which being my son, I'm going to make it a point to go and visit him. You know, all year long, I have been collecting um, some things. We're going to make make sure that we give those out. In my home, though, I chose, to, I, I chose to have a tree. And when my children were growing up, the one thing that I would tell them, I would tell them, I, 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 I well, this year, for let me just say this year. This year, it was important that I have a star to remind me of the star of David, to remind me that uh, there was, you know, yeah. that they were, they were looking for the star. They were looking to find out where is Jesus. This was their symbol. So I have a star and then I have a tree. Now, what I would tell my, my children was, now, when I read this morning, I was looking at the fact when we were talking about that frankincense and y'all forgive me if I didn't say it wrong. Y'all, they're going to probably have a meme out about me behind my word, the words that I put. <laughs> That's all right. We understand what you're saying. We got the it. Words, the words that I uh, mispronounced. But what I found was uh, this morning, what I learned was that frankincense and myrrh come from a tree. They come, wow. the, the elements, the smell was from a you know from the elements of a tree the myrrh was from a tree so when i think about the tree now when I, my kids were small the thing that i would tell them was the tree represented the fact that you know that jesus hung on a tree for us and uh. Uh, he is the lights the lights represented that he is the light of the world and all the different colors, meaning that he came for all nations and he came for all people. So it was an opportunity for me to share with my children as I have, uh, I think we got about, I think we about 14 deep <laughs> with grandchildren, y'all. Uh, so I get to, I get to begin this tradition again. But it's just a way for me to explain and introduce Jesus to our to our children. You know, I talk about I, I choose on purpose, on purpose to have red and white be, uh, to represent the blood that he shed to make us white as snow. Right. So wow, I like that. Yeah. So those are the traditions that I have in my home. I, I mean. I'm not knocking nobody in the colors that they choose, but I'm very purposeful. About, I was, you know, when I got older, when I named my children, I named my children Celeste to remind me of God's, you know, that she was a gift from heaven, celestial, right? I named mm -hmm. my daughter Kyra to remind me that, you know, in Kyra's meant joy, that she gave me joy. So I was one of those type of people, or I am one of those type of people that attach everything to meaning. So it had to mean something to me. It had to, it had to say something to me when I, when I look at it. So I purposely choose during the holidays to have, you know, and green, green represent life. 
You know, whenever you look at something, it's alive when it's green. You know, in the wintertime, everything looks dead. But when the summer comes, it's lively and it's vibrant and all of that. So these are all just segues to be able to share, you know, um, Jesus and to bring the Bible into it, you know. So the white bean, purity, red, bring, uh, uh, um, the blood, green meaning the life, the star meaning the star of David, the tree representing the cross or the frankincense and mare, where that was a sweet, you know, our lives representing a sweet smelling savior unto the Lord. So if you do get into the decorations, those are some kind of, those are my ideas. They old as dirt. <laughs> <laughs> It don't matter. Yeah, so it's just a way, it's just a way to bring Jesus back into Christmas, you know? Um yes. yeah, so I'm all about that. Let's bring Jesus back into Christmas. So what are your holiday traditions if you have any, Lisa? Uh well, formerly my holiday, I mean they change from year to year now, to be honest. Formerly yeah. my holiday, um, traditions when my mother was living is that we would always go she would always do a tree even though we were grown she would always decorate and have things you know just to be beautified in the house because yeah. I think she really liked it Christmas um, mm -hmm. but we would always get with her and her sister and we would mm -hmm. go to Loopy's and eat for Christmas okay. She wasn't okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she, after a while she's just like I'm not doing all that cooking because y'all you know y'all may come by and eat it y'all may not come by and eat it and, and I ain't finna waste know, all my money yeah, I'm yeah. not gonna do it. I'm not. She's like, I'm not gonna. Make sure you come back like in because I want to continue this conversation about uh the traditions that we had. Okay, come okay. right back. Um, okay, and um, so what we would do, we would go to Luby's and we okay. would eat at Luby's. Girl, that's all and right. I miss it, you know. Yeah, yeah. We really care for Luby's Well, you know, I you're welcome to come to my house. I tell you that all the time. Yes, yes. I mean, I didn't really <laughs> like Lubis, but uh, them old people, you know, they really like Lubis, so you just go with the flow. Yes. Okay? Yes, And yes. you want to please them, so in pleasing them, knowing that, of course, I'll, you know, we never know the day or the time. Right, right. So. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's good. I know um, my grandmother, um, I have my grandmother, um, God rest, uh, she's not, she still live with us by the grace of God. She just made in she's in her 90s and um at her house she has a very small house y'all i'm in my 50s and my grandmother in that same house matter of fact she got the same house she got same phone number um uh, she got she got all the same things right um lisa i was sharing lisa just came back because she we lost her but i was sharing that my grandmother got the same she's she in the same house she got the same, you know, same house for the last, I don't know. I don't even know when she moved in because when I was born, the house was there. She was living there, right? <laughs> yeah. And it's a little bitty house. Um, It has, I think it's two bedrooms. She built the, they kind of redecorated the, I mean, what they call it? Um, They remodeled. redid the basement. They remodeled the basement. So there's a room down there and stuff like that. But um, she's in her 90s now. So everybody comes to her. And she had uh, nine children, um, three of them, two of them, two of them are uh, going to be with the Lord, but um, 
the rest of them, they all come over, they children, the children's children, and my grandmother is the oldest um, of her siblings. So they come, the ones that are still living, they come over and they share Christmas together. And um, it's really significant this year because, hey, you know, like you said, tomorrow is not promised to none of us. Right. So they, they try to, you know, make the best of it and bring, you know, they're going to bring one gift. Now, look, in her 90s, she still, you know, she ain't got a lot of money, but she's still going to try to crochet. I was mad because I wanted one, too. She crochet, uh, uh, she going to crochet <laughs> some gloves and a hat for the kids. <laughs> yeah. For her grandbabies. Uh, and it's a lot of us. She and her seventh generation of grandchildren now. Wow. So, That's yes. That's so she spent all year. She spent all year um, knitting and crocheting. Yes. She spent all year knitting and crocheting. And I want to invite you guys, if, if it's anybody that want to share a Christmas tradition that you all are going to go, or if y'all going to go a different route this year and y'all going to do it like what we were sharing, you're going to go out and you're going to go and feed, you're going to go to a shelter and help feed the homeless, or maybe um, you're going to go to the hospitals and you're going to go sing Christmas carols or whatever. I'm telling you, we can spread this. We can spread the joy. That's what God brought for us. He brought Christmas joy. We can bring Christmas back to Christmas. It ain't happy holidays. We can bring it back. It's up to us. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And yes. in doing that, I think it's more about too, like you say, the gifts that he give us to serve others. Right. And serve them in such a way that, you know, like they say, you know, people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did. But people will never get how you make them feel. Hey, man. I love that. And that should be something that we carry with ourselves every day. You know, like, yes. I mean, like, I think I've used the illustration of it before. Like, you can be in with a friend or a significant other, and they could be saying all kind of things and not be true. They right. can be doing all kind of things for you with the wrong motives. But in right. the end, how do that make you feel? How do that make you feel? Right. What are we doing to help yeah, make no. people feel better? You know what? I, another tradition I wanted to share real quick is um, one of the things I remember one time back in my childhood, girl, I love Christmas. I'm not going to lie. I love it even more this year now that I know what it is. It's really about. I remember, mm -hmm. girl, my mama gave us $25 to go to Target. $25. <laughs> I wish you would give me $25. It's gonna, I don't know what that's going to buy these days. $25 ain't going to go far. But she gave us $25. To give everybody everybody a gift. That year, my mother had gotten, um, my father had gotten laid off, and my mother was kind of carrying the, you know, carrying the baton, right? She right. gave us that money. We went and got gifts, so that meant that she gave. It was three of us. She gave out seventy five dollars between the three of us, with and we was in walking distance to Target. So we went to Target, got each other a gift, came back. When it was my mother cooked what she could because it was it was it was a hard Christmas that year. So she cooked what <laughs> she could, girl. And when it was time to give out gifts, my mother. OK, I, I, I praise God that I can remember this. My mother went into her jewelry box and gave us my sisters. She gave us a pair of earrings. She gave another one, one of her rings. That's what she had to give. 
Mm-hmm. She gave what she had. You see she what I'm saying? What she she yes. gave what she Most had. Definitely. It wasn't like she didn't go out and you know, I I think that year we went we had now Cornish hens, these this this I think they expensive now, huh? Oh yeah, most definitely. Okay, back in the day they wasn't. They was cheap. They were little bit of chickens. That's all it was. <laughs> <laughs> now they call them Cornish hens to make it. Okay, even more okay, the little, little bit of chickens. That little bit yeah. the little bit of chickens. Okay. So mama made <laughs> she, she made Cornish hens. And um, she put all the fixings with it. And when I said we didn't have a tree, um, she had some decoration. You know, it, like the rest of us, we carry our decorations from one year to the next for those of us who celebrate. Yes. So we yes. went in there and we got them decorations, baby. We we put them out with no tree. And we made, when I tell you, I remember that Christmas more so than I remember any other because it was we were together. And there was much, much love. Everybody mm-hmm. was getting along. Look, at the time. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But exactly. for the most part, you know, it was it was one of the be- it was one of our better Christmases. And I have to admit, um, of all the Christmases that we had, the leaner Christmases were the best. The ones where we had a lot, girl, we was fighting, trying to compare how many we had to each other. Like, how many you got? How many you got? I don't know how many. Man, man, that was <laughs> Well, I've always heard that less is more. Less is more, you know. I mean, less, less is, more, is more, materialistically speaking, because, yeah. I mean, and I've been, and I've been in a, uh, well, even a marriage where, Hey, we didn't we didn't have a lot in the beginning, and yeah. it seems like we were more happier because we had each other, right? You know, right. And then when we did start accumulating things together, it was like you were more focused on those things than rather than each other. The happiness of being together with each other, yeah, yeah. Because and at I, one I point that's... that becomes the status quo for most people because of the world. Right. Saying, this is what you should have. This is what you should be doing at this particular time in your life. You know, yes. but what we have to really realize is that people are important and we right. are important as people to each other. Right. Hollywood, look, Hollywood don't have to carry the torch anymore. The the, the God had it first. Hollywood, yeah, you know, why, why we letting Hollywood teach us how to have Christmas? You know what I'm saying? All of us don't live in Hollywood and they broke too because, you know, they ain't getting what they supposed to get either. Exactly. And and the thing is about it, like I said, it's just it's just another day. You know, every day should be a Christmas day to you in the spirit of God. Right. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, y'all, our time is so well spent today. We I didn't realize it. We've been on here uh, almost two hours, girl. <laughs> I ain't never been on here. But, you know, when I when, look, when I started talking about something, uh, as dear to my heart as Christmas, I just can't help it, child. I can't help it. That's it's good. Just, That's it's good. Just, I, I mean, you know, because I just really want people to know that you do not have to. I just want to end this by saying this and and say this, that you do not have to go out and spend money that you don't have. Find a way to give of yourself. If anything, that's what Jesus taught us. He gave of himself. He came in this world naked. Okay, he came in a form of a baby. He came with nothing. So 
when we think about the gifts that we're going to give, think about that thing that you can give of yourself. If you yes. don't have it, you don't have it. And that's just the bottom line. If you don't have it, you don't have it. But when you give And it's okay your, to not have it. And it's okay. Yes. And if, I mean, you know, you, you just, you know, the thing about it is when you keep in mind that it's about love and love, baby, the word of God says this about love. I got to get to it. Let me talk about it. Let, let me, I'm going to end it like that. And I think we're going to, we're gonna, I'm going gonna, um, I'm gonna to end it at that, uh, Lisa. And then I'm going to go ahead and, and pray us out. And I thank you. I appreciate you. I love you. Um, no thank you. I, I appreciate you. I love you. being on your platform. Thank you for coming. Thank you, Ter uh, uh, Taylor. I called him Ter Terry. Help me, uh, um, Terry. Taylor helped me remember that it was gravity because I couldn't remember. I just said whatever that is that keep you from flying, flying all over the place. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Look, I'm glad I can laugh about it, Jesus. Thank you. Mm. All right. So I'm gonna end with this. Love is love is patient and love is kind. Love is not jealous, boastful, or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way, it's not irritable, it keeps no wrong, no record of wrong. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up. Love never lose faith, hope, hopeful, endures through every circumstance. So remember that Christmas, a gift for the king is to give the gift of love. I pray, I pray that this was long, but it was fun and it was good. And I pray that all of those who were able to join us today, that you will go a different way. You will go a different way. You will approach Christmas with a different attitude. In the meantime, I pray that you stay encouraged and that you keep up the good fight of faith. Have a blessed day. Thank you for joining us. If you stayed the duration of that talk, I had a lot of fun recording that and I hope that you did too. And I hope in the coming days that you will give a gift to the king, that you will remember those who are hungry, those who are sick, those who are in prison. Because when you give it to them, the Lord says you give it to him. In the meantime, this is Dewana Carl with a weary she encourages. Merry Christmas. Be encouraged and keep up the good fight of faith.